Welcome to the Tiger Cast, a podcast designed to tell the story of Warsaw schools and inform our community about the great things happening to serve our students. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I guess it doesn't really matter when and they you, listen to this, right? This yeah, that, is Amy Lunsford, true. principal of Lincoln Elementary. And I'm Kyle Carter, the chief technology officer and data analytics officer. I do well, I do all of those pieces here for Warsaw Community Schools. Wear a lot of hats, Kyle. We all do. This is true. This This is is true. true. And speaking of hats, we've got a couple of guests with us today. We're talking technology. So I figured I'd bring some of my friends. Your peeps. My peeps. Your tribe. They're here. They are here in the flesh. So we have Lydia Fisher, who is the technology support manager for Warsaw Community Schools, and Stephanie Spangle, who's the one-to-one program coordinator for Warsaw Community Schools. We figured we'd talk iPads, internet filter, all, all kinds of good stuff today riveting stuff i love it because it's like these are the people behind the scenes that no one sees that they make magic happen magic every single day Mm -hmm. so warsaw community schools like many other school districts around the country we've implemented this one-to-one program for students and that's all of these ipads that we have in the hands of little ones every single day this means all of our students across the district have these devices for educational purposes in fact in grades 5 through 12 they even get to take them home on a nightly basis. Lots of responsibility going home in hands every single day. So this technology, it's an incredible educational tool. But if we look back at the last couple of years, especially technology has allowed us to remain connected. um, Even when those physical buildings weren't open. So it allowed us to continue for students to learn, even, even when school was sometimes challenging and difficult. Um, so, Amy, do you remember encyclopedias? I so remember encyclopedias. I remember where they where they were at in my home growing up. So, if I had a research project, I could go could go use them. Globe, a map, an atlas. Those yeah. were the cool things in school, right? Yeah. Now those are vintage. I like that. Yeah, vintage. <laughs> so, the beauty of that today is our technology provides real time access to up to date information for our students. So that map. It was out of date. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember seeing that Soviet Union when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Oh, that's, not, that's not right. So technology provides limitless access and opportunities. It does. But, you know, Kyle, at the same time, these tools are an incredible responsibility. And I, I know we know that, but um, we want to take some time today to just share with our audience about some of the ways that Warsaw Community Schools works to ensure that our students are safe and they're utilizing that technology at school and at home in the safest way possible. All right. So, Steph, Lydia, let's, let's talk some technology today. How are you doing this morning? Doing great. Doing well. Yeah. They look right. excited to be here, Kyle. <laughs> we are excited to be we here. Are. For our listeners, uh, to be fair, it's 730 in the morning and on, it's, it's on a Friday morning. So we're beat, right? A little, it's a little a bit, a little yeah, bit, for sure. We're going yeah. into the weekend strong, though. It's all good. So thanks mm-hmm. for coming in or coming to talk. At least we know you come in early, but thanks for talking with us so early. All right. So Steph, you're the one-to-one program coordinator for Warsaw Community Schools. Yes, that's important. It is very important. How so? Because I, I don't, I don't. What is the one-to-one program coordinator? What does that mean? The one-to-one program coordinator is the person who is in charge of all the iPads in the whole entire district. So that is every student 
so what, 7,000 students approximately. Mm-hmm. Every staff device, mm-hmm. they make sure that, or I make sure <laughs> that every student has a working device. Staff members have working devices, programs on the device. Um, iPads are working. So if a student has a broken device, I send it off to repair. Mm-hmm. They get a loaner for that mm-hmm. device while their iPad is in repair. And when that is in repair, when it comes back, they get their iPad back. If they don't have insurance, then I send them a chance to get a second chance insurance. Mm-hmm. And then... I invoice them, so we have invoices, so Mm -hmm. we have to get the money back somehow. Okay. So aside from the invoicing, the repairs, the deployment, the making sure the devices work, your role in keeping students safe, what's some of that that function and what that looks like? Keeping the students safe is we have a mobile management device system where mm-hmm. we only deploy certain I- apps to the student iPads per teacher requests. So they cannot get, they don't have open access to the app store. Mm. So they only have certain devices mm. or certain apps that they can get to. I feel like we needed some like Dun, 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 sound effects or something there. Yeah, because I think that's the big thing for a lot of students, right? They think, hmm, I like this game. I'm just going to go download that and put that on my school iPad. Exactly. So if my boys wanted Candy Crush today. Yeah. They can can install Candy Crush? They cannot install Candy Crush. Oh, man. Mm. I know. So I feel like we need to call Jenna and let her know that if Candy Crush is on the iPad, it's because you've helped them get it, and we need to get it off. Oh, I could have pulled some tech power on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. So do you, do you live and breathe and dream iPads? I probably do. <laughs> uh, every, every other night is probably an iPad dream. All right. <laughs> so talking about those devices and such. So, you know, part of that is we hand these devices to students every day. It's a great responsibility. Technology is expensive. Technology can break. Is there any kind of incentive students have to keeping that technology working properly, to taking care of it? What, what does that look like for our students? Yes. Um, we have a four-year cycle from fifth grade to eighth grade and ninth grade to twelfth grade. So in fifth grade, they get a brand new device. If they have no outstanding invoices from fifth grade to eighth grade, they will get to keep their device. In ninth grade, they get a brand new device. And if they have no outstanding invoices, then in 12th grade, they will get to keep their device. So our incentive is you get to keep it if you have no outstanding invoices. So the best thing to do each year would be to buy the ADP insurance each year, and then you don't have to worry about getting invoices. Mm. Yeah. So if I take care of it, I get to keep it. Yeah. Exactly. Sweet deal. Good incentive, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit. Um, Lydia, this question may be a little geared more towards you. 
The internet obviously is this deep resource for our students, which is an amazing thing and a scary thing. So do we have any tools in place to ensure that students navigate the internet responsibly? And and how might those tools work? Yeah, from a district perspective, we utilize a tool called Securely. Um, This is our internet filter and also our alert system. So our kids can browse the internet and we have already set predetermined areas that they are off limits. So this helps us keep them safe, but also we have some awesome reporting tools that help us know which kids are struggling with that so that we can um, let parents know and we can let administrators and teachers know um, who they may need to hone in on a little bit more just to get them some help um, making sure that they're getting to the right sites. Yeah, I, I love the Securely tool, um, you know, from from both sides of how it affects me on a day-to-day basis. I love that I can call you guys and say, hey, I need to run a report because I need to know on a specific student or on a specific class or at a specific time frame, um, you know, what's being accessed that may not be following our digital citizenship uh, guidelines that we roll out with students at the beginning of the year. But then I also love that, you know, it's not uncommon to get a, a phone call or a text or an email from you or the Securely system at any time, day, night, weekend, uh, if there's something going on that we need to attend to. So, so wait a second. I heard something in there. This system works at school, but I also heard day, night, evening, weekend. Yeah. So this is something that protects students outside of the school day as well. Definitely. So even on the one-to-one take-home devices, we still filter. Even when they're on a home internet or even McDonald's internet, (laughs) we're still filtering the kids to make sure that they are getting to safe sites. But we also utilize a tool within Securely called the 24 Alert System. And this allows us to keep our students safe by even monitoring um, messages and chats and emails, um, even websites visited just to keep them safe from self-harm issues, um, from depression, and even just some sites that may not be appropriate. So how that works is our team will get an email from the 24 alert system and if deemed important, even off hours. So 11 o'clock at night, I'll get that text or that email and um, we want to keep those kids safe. So I will reach out to the administrator or in some cases, the parents just to make sure that those kids are kept safe, which is a great, great resource that we have within 24. Yeah. And I always feel like, you know, even when we're calling parents late, late, late at night or on the weekend, they're always very grateful to know that our system is working on behalf of our kids, even when they aren't in our classrooms. So it is, it's a good thing. As a parent, is there anything that I can do to help ensure that my child's using technology responsibly, or is it, you know, safe to just go ahead and rely on that securely tool? No, there's a couple great things. Um, One is just, you know, close conversations with your kids, making sure that um, your kids know what your expectations are. We're great at handling this stuff well at school, um, but also, and we can help and support you as a parent while you're at home, but having those conversations with your kids, setting those expectations, um, limiting their time at home if you need to. Um, But also within that, let's double tap that with you as a parent have the ability to get alerted from securely yourselves. So we sign anybody up that has an email with us and we attach it to your kiddo and then you'll get an email and you can actually 
follow what your kids are looking at. So you can see sites that they attempted to get to, sites that they did get to, and then you can have those conversations with your kiddos there. And then if you have concerns, you can also alert um, the school as well. Mm -hmm. So I can check in and see how much time my kiddos are watching YouTube. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. All right. At our house, it's how many um, professional volleyball games Sophie has taken in on her school iPad. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is nice, though. It helps us to know, like, what what is she? And you can also see the things that they are searching that align to their schoolwork and research research projects mm. they're doing or, you know, activities that they're doing in the classroom. So that is a good tool. Definitely. Well, I know, I know I've seen that a couple of times where I, and I've signed up to get weekly alerts on, mm-hmm. on my, my kiddos browsing history and such. And it, it's led to some conversations because not that it's anything wrong, but I'll see something pop up. Well, why'd you search that? Yeah. And, and we'll find out it had something to do with a project or something they were working on with school, but it creates conversation mm-hmm. and Definitely. accountability. It's good. They know, Oh, you know, how does he know? <laughs> I have eyes everywhere, right? Is that what you tell him, Kyle? <laughs> I can see it all. Oh. All right. So um, if we've got a concern about how our, our children are using those devices, where do we, where do we go with that? Um, because it, it is a, it's an incredible responsibility. We hand those tools to our students as Warsaw Community Schools. So as mom and dad, who do I talk to? First, your kid. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely have those conversations with your student. And what again, touching back on those um, expectations that you as a parent have with that student device while at home. Um, as a parent, you're still totally um, at will to take the device if you need to. Make sure they have it for school when the next morning, mm-hmm. but restricting their time at home. But if you have a a concern that, you know, my kiddo is getting to something that they shouldn't be getting to and or they're spending way too much time on this or that and I'm having a hard time. Um, we're here to help. So reaching out to your student's teacher, whether that's at the elementary level or even secondary level, reaching out to your student's teachers, but also the administrator. Um, they can touch base directly with us in the technology department to help hone in on potential issues. There's there's always going to be issues. This is no this is not a magic bullet that just takes care of absolutely everything. Um, we definitely try, but there's always, you know, kids are smart. Um, so is the internet. So we try really hard to keep your kiddos safe, but we also want to make sure that you have the ability to alert us when you see something that doesn't align with your culture. So we want to help. We want to help maintain that standard. Yeah, we're we're a team together. And yeah. so it's great for us to have those conversations. And it's great for teachers to know that, you know, we're following that protocol and they're the first first place that we're going to reach out and if we don't get the answers or if it seems a little bit harder they'll go to us as administrators and then we can continue to you and we can all partner together um you know speaking of digital citizenship we as teachers are are working to preload our students at the beginning of the year and even revisiting some of those things that are best practice in terms of using technology but what are some technology best practices that we should have in place at home to ensure that technology is used responsibly Yeah, um, I think one of the big things that I use at home um, for my kid, I have a freshman in high school, and I've been enacting this even from elementary age, but we do tech checks. She's completely and totally aware that this is something that we do. We don't just surprise. I mean, I surprise her, but she knows that they can pop up at any time. So that helps keep her accountable. And I even do this with her phone. This isn't just her school device, but Mm -hmm. as a parent, I want to make sure that she knows that I'm here. I'm not creeping out on her, but I am 
engaged. So, you know, as a parent, you can totally utilize that. And I do, I'll check through messages. I'll check through browsing history. I'm I'm not super picky, but if there's something that is dangerous that she's into, I want to have that conversation sooner rather than later. So that's one of the best practices to utilize. Um, And then just reminding your kiddos as well um, of the digital citizenship and keeping their kids safe with, you know, don't talk to strangers on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these things, and even just having conversations with friends at school, um, limiting information that is provided mm-hmm. online, um, and having those conversations on a regular basis, not waiting until a problem occurs, but trying to head yeah. that off. You know, I think of another one that I've had a lot of conversations with parents about is we all seem to use our phones as an alarm clock now. Mm. Yep. And so, you know, if we have students that are really getting on devices late at night, or maybe they're supposed to be left on the kitchen counter, but the student is somehow getting that and sneaking it into their bedroom. You know, we talk about buy an alarm clock, yeah. go, the, go the old school route and make it so that that is not a needed thing in the bedroom and get it out of the bedroom. Because <laughs> even as an adult, right. that's a practice that I try to, um, you know, have my husband and my, my kids keep me accountable to because it is addictive. It is. Right. And if it's there, you're going to use yep, it. And, absolutely. and that, that includes bedtime. I know one for me that I talk about often with with my boys is it's easy, even with some of those social interactions, when the person's not sitting in front of you or they're, you know, when you don't see them, when you're not having that face-to-face conversation, it's easy to maybe say or do some things that you wouldn't normally do with the person right there with you. So yeah. I know that's a big one for me in any kind of interaction, whether it's email, social, uh, social, social um, messaging, you know, any of those tools that are out there that allow us to communicate Mm-hmm. You still have to be a human being within mm-hmm. it, and you, you're just kind. You wouldn't be any different. If you wouldn't say it to them when they're sitting right there next to you, you probably shouldn't be saying it when they're not next to you because, you know, bullying is real. Mm-hmm. Um, treating each other in unkind ways is real. And even making those choices at night and the evening from the comfort of your home can have an effect at school the next day. Absolutely. We, we see that often. And so that's great counsel, Kyle. You know, we, what do they call that? Like keyboard bravery. That's not what it's called, but (laughs) right. (laughs) Keyboard warrior. Yeah. You kind of get this false sense of, I can say what I want to say because I'm not right there in front Mm -hmm. of them. And um, there are repercussions to that. And we see that often. And uh, students, I think, don't realize that we have this network and village of security um, that, you know, we're going to call them in on because we, we care about them. We do. Absolutely. So, you know, I just want to say thank you today to Lydia and Steph. Thanks for being with us and, and helping us to discuss a little bit more about these tools that we put in our students' hands every single day and how we as families, we as educators, we as um, even students can use these devices appropriately and responsibly. Yeah, I appreciate you girls. I'm telling you, there's nobody like the tech team in terms of answering that phone right now. So thanks for all you do. And thanks for the ways that you support us students through um, administrators in the district. We love what we do. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. We will talk to you next week, Warsaw. Thanks for tuning in.